What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I'm sure many of you have heard. I mean, honestly, I just saw this last night pretty late. I may have missed it had I not, um, I, I don't know, had I had not opened Twitter late in the night. But Nolan Arenado is going to be heading to the Cardinals, at least so it seems at this point in time. It's not official yet, but both sides have agreed to a deal, and it's going to be a very complicated deal, one of the most complicated deals in MLB history because, first of all, Nolan Arenado has a no-trade clause, so he has to sign off on it. He has to agree to this trade. But what's going to happen is the Rockies are going to trade him to the Cardinals. They're also going to throw in an additional $50 million to St. Louis in order for them to take on his contract. He's going to have to waive his no-trade clause. He's going to get his no-trade clause back. He's going to get his opt-out clause back. And he's going to get an additional $15 million tacked on his contract i think it's because he's gonna have to defer some money it's 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 gonna be an additional year so one more guaranteed year for 15 million dollars tacked onto this contract so it's a very weird circumstance i mean yeah so it, it's it's really weird so the initial contract was a seven year 234 million dollar extension but um you know obviously that kind of got torn apart. It's basically getting restructured. He's still going to be able to opt out after 2021. And he'll also get another opt out after 2022. And he'll get his full no trade clause. So Nolan Arenado still is in the driver's seat here. Because what's going to happen? He's going to, he's going to go to St. Louis. Okay. And if he doesn't like the situation there, he can just become a free agent. He can opt out, become a free agent and sign with whoever he wants to. But I mean, will he do that? Who knows? Because he, he'd be leaving a lot of money on the table. But he'd have to have a very strong year in 2021 for him to take that gamble. Or he could just ride it out and collect his money. But, I mean, it's, it's clear he wants to play for a contender. And the Rockies are definitely not a contender. I mean, he had made it clear he was disgruntled with the situation in Colorado over the past couple years. And, um, yeah, the, the Rockies are finally getting rid of him. And the thing is, no one even knows right now who the Rockies are getting back. This is just... it's. It's not as up in the air as it was, you know, the, the day before or whatever. This is agreed to. It's done. Um, but we don't even know the return that's heading from St. Louis to Colorado. I mean, Ken Rosenthal has named some prospects who who could be in the deal, but we don't even know exactly who it's going to be. Um, although it, it's likely going to include left, left-handed pitcher Austin Gomber, and he made his ma major league debut in 2018. Posted a respectable 3.72 ERA over 104 innings, and then you know prospects, good prospects though, all like top 100 prospects is what they're saying. Now with Arenado leaving, the question is now: Are the Rockies going to trade Trevor Story as well? I mean, he's entering his contract year because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the season, so he'll also bring back a very sizable return in that trade, and he's one of the best shortstops in the game. So. I mean, it would make sense. It would definitely make sense for them to trade Trevor Story now since they're not expecting to contend in 2021. And he's going to be a free agent unless they decide to extend him. So that's interesting. They may as well just honestly go ahead and trade Trevor Story, in my opinion. That's what they should do. So that's what we know right now about this um, <laughs> about this uh, Arenado situation. But he's going to be going to the Cardinals. It's just not 100% confirmed. It's just been like verbally agreed to. The framework has been agreed to, but he needs to sign off on it. 
And if I'm Arenado, obviously, I'm going to sign off on that because I get out of Colorado, I go to a better team, a contending team, get all my opt-out clauses so I can still become a free agent and ring chase if I want to. So it puts him in the driver's seat. So he's definitely going to sign it. In other news, I mean, yes, there was actually other news, but the, it, this is what I saw last night before I, I thought it was done for the day. Eddie Rosario signed with the Twins. I'm, I'm sorry, not the Twins. <laughs> He's coming from, he, he used to play for the Twins. He signed with the Indians, a one-year $8 million deal. So, I mean, this is going to keep Rosario in AL Central. I mean, he played with the Twins from 2015 to 2020. He was a three-time 20 home run hitter with Minnesota. And he has power. Power, you know, coming from a corner outfield spot. He's 29 years old. And he was projected from anywhere from 8.6 to $12.9 million via arbitration. And the Twins decided not to pay that. He would have made like $10 million, let's say. That's like right in the middle there. And everyone, was, myself included, was kind of confused. But I guess they, you know, decided to go with their prospects up there in Minnesota. And the Indians are going to get a good player here. They're getting a very good player. I mean, the Indians enter the offseason in obvious need of help in the outfield. I mean, they they, they were in, they had a minus 0 0.9 war in 2020 among outfielders. I mean, they mostly used guys like Mercado, Luplo, Naylor, Brad Zimmer. They all had pretty subpar years. And um, going out to get Rosario is definitely going to raise that production. I mean, he himself is going to he's going to raise that cumulative total for the outfield. And then last but not least, just announced recently, Didi Gregorius is heading back to the Phillies. You know, it seems like this offseason more than normal, we're getting a lot of free agents re-signing with their old team. We just saw it with Gregorius now, two years, $28 million. We saw it with Real Muto a few days ago. We saw it with DJ LeMahieu. Um, a couple other guys this offseason. I mean, a couple of guys who took the qualifying offer, uh, you know, Stroman and Gosman. But it, it's it's been a bit of a trend. I'm noticing that the players are just, oh, yeah, Wainwright just did it. And, oh, apparently the Cardinals are, are about to uh, re-sign uh, Yachty as well. They have an offer out to him, and he's going to sign it once he gets back done playing in the Caribbean League, Caribbean Winter League. But Didi is going to be going back to Philly. Two years, $28 million guaranteed. He had a very good 2020. It was a kind of a prove-it deal, a one-year deal he had in 2020, kind of a prove-it deal, and he did prove it. He, I mean, he was really good. I mean, he started 56 of the team's 60 games at shortstop. He hit 284 with 10 homers, and he was, he was strong. So they're going to keep him in the fold at shortstop. Gene Segura will be at second base. And then Scott Kingry's probably going to be on the bench because he, he struggled through a brutal 2020. So what you'll see is Reese Hoskins at first, Alec Bohm at third, and um, that, that's that's where you see that. So now, I mean, shortstops are coming off the market. Simmons is off the market. Semyon's off the market. Gregorius is off the market. And yeah, I mean, things things are in full swing. So yeah, that those are the major pieces. Those are the major pieces I had. Obviously, the Nolan Arenado one is is the big one. We'll keep an eye on that. Have the full details for you when it is finalized. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.